Orange, a prosperous town buoyed by mining, tourism, education and agriculture, and the views of its residents when it comes to the voice are just as diverse. They are keen to understand what it might mean for regional Australia. Deputy Mayor Gerald Power is Orange's first Indigenous councillor. I think that has created an opportunity now for council. That dynamic has changed now, so having a voice right here in the chamber in relation speaking, uh, I mean, guiding the First Nation people here uh, in that uh, can have a partnership between Orange City Council and sacred sites and their stories and what they are really feeling um, could be quite beneficial um, in relation to First Nation people here in Orange. On Orange's Mount Canobolus, an ancient volcano with summit views, Mr Power explains it's sacred to the Wiradjuri people. It's part of the Wiradjuri um, the spiritual story. Um, so uh, it's named Canobolus, but the spiritual story is it's Garnabula. And it's about these three brothers fighting over a, um, a, a woman. On the side, he runs Indigenous cultural walking tours, sharing the heritage and culture of the region. Originally from Queensland, Mr Power has the blessing from Wiradjuri elders to do this. He was also part of a last year's push, which saw council move a motion to support the voice. We know exactly why we're doing yes. Just two simple bases, uh, recognition in the constitution and a voice to provide better outcomes for Indigenous people. We're about to have some really important conversation today. It's midweek in Orange, but more than 100 local residents who want to know more have turned up to a community forum ahead of what could be only the ninth ever amendment to Australia's constitution. Some are undecided. Honestly, I don't know much about it, so I'm just trying to educate myself and find out more. This is the first event slash information that's been available to us, so I think, yeah, that's, there hasn't been much in Orange particularly. Others back a definite yes. For me, it's a bit of a no-brainer. I think any country that's not mature enough to recognise its own First Nations people has a lot of searching to do in itself. And outside the event... I think it's just a waste of money. There's more important things that the government should be looking after. Yeah, I'd vote no, because I just think, you know, leave things as they are. Don't be interfering with what's going on. SBS spoke to several other people who said they would vote no, but did not want to be recorded. Of the around 40,000 people that live in Orange, almost 8% are Indigenous. And while some are in strong support of a voice, others are concerned about what it will actually mean for those living in the regions. Some Indigenous elders, like senior Wiradjuri elder Uncle Neil Ingram, says it's been challenging to express concerns around the voice. Even if we have an opinion, they don't respect it and they come down on you. The yes vote, if they know that you uh, don't support it, they start condemning and criticising you. And I believe the voice is dividing our people and dividing our great nation. Wiradjuri elder Uncle Les Powell says he's also worried about representation within the voice to parliament. Who does it benefit? Why does it benefit? And are we going to get better outcomes for Indigenous people, especially grassroots people? How can they be fair and represent the whole lot of Australia? They can't. Just in Wiradjuri alone, we've got 500 different groups, 500 different dialects. Auntie Alice Williams also shares these concerns. If you go and ask some of the young people, they'll think you're talking about a um, TV show. We've become a ticker box people. You know, we tick a box for this, we tick a box for that. 
And it's the same thing with this uh, boys. We'll be ticking a box and without very little information about what we're ticking for. While some haven't heard of it at all, like Uncle Vic. Do you know what the referendum is? Has anyone actually no, explained no, to I, you? I, I no, I don't know what it is. Any relaxing symptoms? No. no. At the Orange Aboriginal Medical Service, there's hope the voice will usher in positive outcomes, as CEO Jamie Newman explains. The system has never worked for us, so we have to change that. Whether you're white, black or brindle, people need health care. But we would have got here a lot sooner if we were listened to by government. For Orange, the conversation continues, at least for another six weeks. Francesca Danuccio, World News.